0: Okay, say some things. Hello. Adventure. Love. Connection. Risk. Passion. Passion. Evolution. Play.
1: Life. The Archetypal Tarot Podcast. Provocative mythology for the 21st century. The coronavirus pandemic is changing our world in big ways. And we all want to know, what the fuck is going on? This situation has brought Archetypal Tarot Podcast founders, me, Julianne Javeau, an archetypal consultant, and Story Through Stone founder and teacher, Cindera Quackenbush, back together after almost a year to share our observations and experiences through the lens of archetypes and the tarot. Warning curse words are used liberally throughout the episode, so maybe this isn't for those with sensitive ears. We hope you enjoy. Hey, Miss Cindera, it's been a while.
0: It has been a very long while and I feel like we're on uh, the other side of the rainbow.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Amongst many other things, we can call it that. Sure. Not that side of the rainbow, the other (laughs) side of the rainbow. (laughs) Both of us uh, don't have the current uh, influenza. Um, I do have allergies. I will say that that has been the bane of my existence for the last couple of weeks. Um, but I, it's it's allergies. I'm allergic to Maryland. That's my problem.
0: <laughs> Great. Yeah. Alive and healthy over here in Pacifica, though currently in shelter in place uh, for the next few weeks, perhaps longer. Um, and I, I'm sure many of our listeners are in similar circumstances. Um, so it's a special time to Uh, revisit our cards of the year and talk about some new ones and uh, see what some of this means for us while we're in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a big fucking deal. It really is. And um, I'm glad that we have this. We're going to do this again together. We've um, kind of changed things up over the last year or so. Um, And it's, it's so interesting for me to, consciously look at things archetypally and to do it with you um I really miss that I was like wait a minute we don't Mm. have our once a month time to to do this so I'm super excited that both of us had the same idea
0: I think it's a very it's it's interesting because I think that's actually this is like a microcosm of what's people are seeing uh globally right now is that reconnections are being made even mm-hmm. though we're having to keep distances from each other uh it's actually a time where old friends you haven't talked to in ages you yeah. you're checking in with them um families are spending lots of time together um <laughs> indoors and out and um it, it's a very even though in some ways we're more disconnected in other ways we're becoming reconnected yeah uh, and that's there's there may be a fine silver lining and I don't wanna um rose colored glasses the situation, but uh it is very special to kind of notice these reconnections and relationships blossoming again.
1: Yeah, well you know what the the point that you just made about the silver lining at uh, um I think we're we're at this point um now that this is okay, I'm gonna I'm just <laughs> there's something that um our friend um, Rash from Stay Woke w- w- Tarot just posted on her story. And I'm so glad that you mentioned this whole, you know, silver lining kind of bullshit thing. Um, Let's <laughs> <laughs> take a moment. Um, I don't know whether uh, stories are only up for 24 hours. So I don't know if people are going to be able to go see it or she'll save it in a highlight. But the point um, that Rash was making was that it's wonderful that the spiritual communities are all getting together and they're like, Let's make use of this time and let's take this as a symbol of whatever. So they're 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 putting all of the spiritual stuff on it. Um I wouldn't call it spin, but they're interpreting it that way. And that's that's fantastic. And I think the the point that she was making is, you know, if you feel like shit and you're totally worried about where you're gonna live, getting laid off work, taking care of your kids, all the shit that's coming down for people all at once, mind you, this isn't in a microcosm, this is the world, to take a moment and go, you know what, if you're not gonna you know, don't feel bad because you can't do these spiritual practice or whatever. It's, I guess she's, to me anyway, my interpretation is if you interpret spirituality in the way that it's another thing for you to go do and that you can feel bad about not doing, well, then just calm the fuck down. Just ignore that because it's like there's, it's like there's several, you know, there's several levels of, is there spiritual escapism? Sure. That's an issue for some people. Or is there, is it? is it somehow coming into their life in a way that just makes them feel worse? Well, yeah, now's not a time to to self-flagellate. It's just not. And if you feel like shit and you can't do your meditation practice or whatever, don't use the fact that you're not going to meditate as another arrow that you're going to shoot at yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm um you know, I don't want to put words in in Rasha's mouth here. She's a goddess. We love her. She's amazing. And I'm really glad she posted that because it's something that I've been thinking about too, especially in terms of you and I having a conversation and what what are we going to talk about? And for me, it's like, no, I don't want to be like, here are 15 things that you can do during this time. And those lists are really, really good, but I want to couch that in just a real world pragmatic, you know, if, if all you can do today is just to get through the fucking day, get through the fucking day. And then like, you know, have some compassion for yourself, period, no matter what, have some like and Mm -hmm. compassion can take the, Form of holy fuck, this is hard. You know what I mean. Uh That admitting to yourself that fuck, this is hard. um That's a beautiful Mm. thing, and I think that if we don't do that, a lot of the other stuffs just not going to sink. It's not going to sink in. If we're not real about how scared we are, and if we're not Mm. real about how also brave we are. But for me personally, if I don't admit that I'm scared, I'm not going to probably admit that I'm be able to get to the realization that i'm also courageous so Mm. you know the ones to meet the and the strength card motherfucker yes the strength card is what we drew for this year right
0: Mm Hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. i love this card and i hate this card (laughs) yeah yeah i hear you it's (sighs) it's like yay you get to be strong oh shit there's gonna be lots of reasons why you're gonna need to be strong <laughs> and to me the strength card is not like it's not like the chariot
1: where it's like ba boom go it's more yeah. like oh no this is strength training over a really long time like, it's, right it's, yeah it's you you have to build that strength just like with a muscle But um yeah yeah the strength I I see it I see it so much in my own life just um just to let our listeners know, like because I think this is in my I feel my microcosm and what i 'm having to deal with in my life is also a lot of what we will have to do during this pandemic, right, so mm-hmm. I will try to long story short this um and i haven 't really talked about this on social media, but um, my mom is very sick, and she 's had congestive heart failure, you know, really, really bad for uh, seven years, and her health just keeps going. More and more on the decline, and she's the type of mom who's like, "I need you here right now." So mm-hmm. I've spent five years, seven years helping take care of her, but the last five, bouncing back and forth between Maui and Maryland, trying to be there for my family and, and not just my mom, but for my brothers who i'll take care of her too. So in November, I was like, "I can't bounce around anymore." So I I put my stuff in storage in Maui. That's my home permanently, no matter what. But I I came out here with the idea that like I have to stay out here because you know she's a hospice basically she's not going to be around too much longer and this is where I need to be and it's that idea of strength of like I don't want to you know be completely away from my favorite thing to do in the world which is weddings and my community you know my ohana out in Maui my ocean everything that's there that feeds me I basically have to leave behind on a really essential level to be here for my family. And mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of stuff to complain about. But the that picture of strength, that realizing, you fuck, this could take a long time. But it is a part of what I have to do. There really aren't any good choices here. And um, making one decision day day after day to, to try to do the right thing and to really take care of myself, um, I think is just, to me, I see that as like, that's what's happening to all of us doing the best we can to try to take care of ourselves and our families in a really, really, really difficult situation. So I'm not complaining, um, saying that, Oh my God, it's so much worse. It is a lot worse, but I kind of feel like I've had about five months to get used to the difficulties. So it's not as much of a shock to my system as it is to other people right now.
0: Mm. And what's so interesting? It feels like we're following the progression of the tarot in this mm-hmm. year, because we've we've had the strength card, and what follows the strength card is the hanged man. Mm. And um, what's so super interesting is, you know, I've been doing these monthly group uh, gatherings around one major arcana card per month, um, and the hanged man fell on this month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, you know, a month ago, I didn't, you know, I was, I didn't know how that was going to manifest. Um, we were talking about strength and then I was like, Hmm, hangman, that, what, what way is that going to turn up? And, um, I had no idea it was, it was going to come up so collectively. Um, and you know, most, most people at this time are, uh, cannot go to work, um, are sheltering in place, uh, Projects, goals, visions, dreams that they may have had a month ago are completely strung up and on hold and um, What a fascinating period of time to flip your your world becomes upside down you you're forced to see things from a different perspective and to look at what conscious perspectives and ideas that did I have before that actually need to be suspended and broken down at this time and which ones uh,
1: can be done upside down.
0: And yeah, and, and what can <laughs> you still do? Um, I think uh, many people are actually finding this uh, an immense amount of time of creativity, but just it wasn't one that they planned for. It's one that uh, it, it's it, it's like their sole purpose, all those things that they have been wanting to do but haven't had the time. Suddenly, these other worlds are opening up. Um um, through technology or, or space in your home or outdoors, uh, to allow for those things to happen during this period of of suspension.
1: The gift of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Suddenly none. Yeah. Before none of us had time, right. That was the thing. We're all busy. We can't do this. We can't do that. And now it, it seems like it's this incredible gift of time that's so rare in the, uh, in the modern world yeah and with that too
1: and i i see this in my own life there's this so there's the hermit i'm going to throw that one out there too because that is definitely i think germane to many of us because the hermit is you know that's the ultimate social distancing um some <laughs> yeah. of us are more comfortable with the others i am seeing a lot of and it's hilarious like introverts we've trained our whole lives for this <laughs> like moment where we're like <laughs> i can totally do this but yeah. um the the contrast between the having this time right and there are there are moments for me where I'm like I'm blinded by how much I could do within the space of you know a day and it's it's terrifying it's like it's like agoraphobia of time I've got too much time like ah wow um it it does I don't know if it happens to anyone else maybe I'm crazy um you know tweet us anyway your opinion on that but there are things like wow, I have too much time and then too many things to do, or I don't know what to pick. But at the at the same time, pun in, pun not intended. <laughs> the hermit is oh, there is now time to do the contemplation, and you know maybe develop things that are much more interior related that are to do with productivity. So I guess when I'm, I'm, I'm casting this in the being, being and doing continuum, you know, the masculine and the feminine of, of things and, and the super, for me, the super creative stuff, um, the productivity thing, it, it usually comes after a time of fomenting in the interior. Um, and I, you know, if those ideas aren't kind of bubbling up, I'll just flail. So looking at this as if, for those of us who don't have a bunch of small children at home, or maybe even if you do, what is maybe it's okay to just not do anything. Um, When else in your life are you going to have this time to, you don't even have to, I mean, meditate. Great. I'm totally into meditating, chanting, all of those things, but I'm kind of thinking about, you know, rational, what she had to say about like the, having to have a specific formula around it, you know, don't let that prevent you from just taking a breath it doesn't have to be anything formal or ritualistic necessarily but just take a moment to breathe there's that hermit part of us that is really going to be fulfilled and the creativity is going to come out of that then you can put things into action so that's kind of how i've been thinking about things there's time there's, but there's a bit more time for many of us to have both unless you're a healthcare worker and God bless our healthcare workers.
0: Oh gosh. Yeah. Sending lots of love and good thoughts to them right now.
1: Yeah. Mm. And there's something I heard that they're doing in all over Italy and I think in Spain as well. Um they have a an hour, I think it's seven o'clock every night where they go out <laughs> where anyway where we're in Italy and Spain and I'm, you know, I'm I'm seeing this really this unity of people where they will go to their windows or if they can go outside mm-hmm. and be social distance, and they clap and they applaud. Some of them are singing songs together. I mean, yeah. they, were, they were singing, uh, uh, they were all singing like a song together. Who was it? John, John Denver. They were singing a John Denver song and just <laughs> that's their time to honor all the healthcare workers for everybody who's Mm. do it just, you know, to do it. I mean, I can, especially in a city, you know, it's easier to see that, but for everybody just went outside at like six o'clock and just hooped and hollered, you know, thank you for that. To, to Mm. let them know that, you know, we appreciate, you know, they are the first responders in this, in this crisis. Mm. So That's
0: something to put on the next door app. There you go. <laughs>
1: exactly. everybody's doing and I brought my conch shell. I can blow the conch shell and but um you know Ooh. oh and certainly I think a lot of people are, are echoing this. There is a, a weird it's a weird time of togetherness, of realizing how connected yeah. we are. I mean that's, that's that's what you know the big topic seem to be. We're all connected. And now it's just so much more obvious, you know, for better or for worse, that you know, we're connected and we're, you know, creativity is, you know, going like gangbusters for a lot of people, because I think we do have that space.
0: Yeah. And these, um, and the structures that we've been upholding are <laughs> crumbling, um, the, the ways of, you know, and we, I don't think we were going to stop on our own. <laughs> we we're going to keep the madness going as long as possible, and. Uh, it seems to take something like this to just take it all down. Um, it's, it's, it's,
1: it's the tower. It's the tower reversed is the and upright. Like, yeah. you know, it is, it is It's pretty tower, you know, and I just kept thinking of Trump tower. Yeah. yeah no, it all makes sense. Yeah. Um, it is, it is. And I think that's why it's scary. Um,
0: it is scary. There's I no doubt if, about that.
1: If you have the energy and the willingness to pay attention um, at these times, because unfortunately, what what happens that I see on the you know political stage is you know carpet bagging. I call it sort really, of something I remember from elementary school history, but um, unfortunately, people who want to take advantage of these situations. Um, There's a lot more awareness of it, um, I think now, but uh, for those of us who can stand paying attention and personally, I like, I love listening to Naomi Klein. I think she's kind of a hero of mine. She's super smart um, and uh, climate activist, educator, you know, academic, um, and just, you know, following her gives me hope, even though a lot of this stuff is just really difficult. But if we have the ability to not over binge on the negative toxins that are happening, but can mm-hmm. really, really focus on on people who are paying attention and they have that strength, they've built that strength up to pay attention and to try to use this, you know, catastrophe to rebuild into something better because it does present mm-hmm. an unprecedented opportunity um that that nobody alive today has really seen um mm-hmm. maybe a handful you know I mean how many people lived through the great depression that are still alive there are some um but <laughs> it, this is even yeah. you know it's even bigger than that it's like the depression plus you know the spanish flu of 100 years ago mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there are big opportunities for us to make huge leaps huge huge leaps
0: and, and speaking of the natural environment so I'm I work I am living by the the edge of the ocean here in Pacifica and more people than ever are spilling out, um, onto the coast, um, in healthy distances. (laughs) And it's the only place to feel normal. I feel like right now. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful thing to see so many people out there. And, um, and, uh, Julian, I'm going to spoiler alert what you're doing, but, (laughs) um, uh, I think we're both on a similar track here. I, uh, b- before this pandemic has broken out, I was starting to pick up trash on my, my walks. Um, and now I need to get a pair of gloves, but it was so fun to reconnect with you today and to to hear about what you're doing. Please share. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the, the best thing about this is it's so easy. I didn't like start doing it on purpose to make, m- make any kind of movement other than, Frankly, it was born out of me being bored with my morning hike. um <laughs> There's a little hiking area um not too far from where my where I'm staying, where my brother's house is, and it was just it's got a little creek and some trees, and it's really cute, but I was just i mean I'd literally go there once, if not twice a day, just to have my little vitamin nature fix but um, I just decided I was like, oh, look, I see trash around here, so I brought a you know disposable glove in my trash bag and I just started picking up trash and I realized it's a better workout it's not as boring because you know five months of the same walk I needed to to you know change things up a bit and I found that I can't go back to the same place anymore I have to go to new ones because I the trash is all gone there's nothing for me to pick up um (laughs) and it's yeah it is it's you know I'm no great hero it's this the simplest thing anybody can do but I'm seeing people in this neighborhood and um, I'm not saying people on the East Coast are cold, but I'm noticing in the DC area, not friendly. Um, Mm. But when I've got my glove in my trash bag, people say hello, they make eye contact. One one couple walking by said, hey, can we vote for you? And I'm like, oh, thanks, I'm just picking up trash. So, um, and I'm seeing people around the neighborhood in the area doing the same thing. We've got a little bit more time. So people go out for a walk. Take a, you know, either a reusable, something that you can sanitize or something that you Mm -hmm. then put in the trash bag with it. But, yeah, clean up. I mean, there's, trust me, there's a lot of bottle caps. There's a lot of cigarette Mm -hmm. butts. There's a lot of, you know, wrappers and all kinds of stuff. If it's too disgusting, don't pick it up. Like, you know. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a fun it's a fun activity in itself uh that really c- connects you it's a gift back to the environment um, but it can also lead to creativity so a, a neat thing that's happened to me recently is uh, i'm walking along the shore and i find these abandoned uh crab traps that have been washed up and um mm. and they have all kinds of junk on them and everything but they're basically these big iron rings and i bring them back with me and I cut off all the stuff that's collected on them and I've started macraméing these big I call them uh, mermaid catchers (laughs) (laughs) and um and it's led to uh this really fun creative process and I always noticed that the the crab traps were leaning up against the trash can Uh, and one day when I was carrying one back um, I met this gentleman who had a long beard and he was Really impressed that I was bringing it back, and he says, "Oh, I'm the one who um, drags those up off the beach." <laughs> and I thought I'd, i it was so fun to tell him, you know, I'm making art out of these. I'm so happy that you're doing this. So we kind of have started this collaboration in a way where he's out there rescuing them off off the beach, and then I find them, I bring them back, uh, and I've started to meet other people that are making little. Um, swings and benches uh, out on the beach just with the stuff that washes up offshore. So it, it's it's become this really fun community collaboration where you get to go out and see what's new that day, what's washed up ashore, and um, what people are doing with it. It's been um, a real highlight of my life.
1: I love that. That's
0: fantastic.
1: <laughs> we don't need more time for stuff like that. Um, but I think it is, it's, yeah, it's just yet another example of, um, you know, how we, how we can be creative and just, I mean, even like for me, it was just, I was bored. Um, I needed to mix things up a little bit. And, um, I definitely don't think like I'm anything special for doing this. We should all be picking up draft, but yeah, you know, it does, it, it's healthy for me on a number of levels. And I realized that after I started doing it, um, I just felt better, you know, like yeah. there's, you know, days here can be really, really difficult when you've got a, a parent who's super sick and, you know, has dementia and stuff like that, that, you know, I noticed that like my ability to kind of deal with life was just starting to get better. And, it, you know, I think part of it is just, you know, no matter what, when I start my day out in nature, exercising and doing something that has an immediate sort of benefit um, benefits me. So not that hard, but you know, we're not saying if you don't go do this, you're a bad person. It's just like, Hey, we're super creative people. We can come up with lots of ways. And if you don't come up with an idea and you just want to stay at home and be like, ah, uh-uh, that's fine. That's fine mm-hmm. too. You know, hermit okay. it up, Her- hermit it up for a while. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think people, especially in our community do, you know, they start to understand when it's it's time to get out of the hermit shell um, for a while. And then when it's time to, I'm gonna go back in. hmm Yeah. And um to the the images. So I've I'm on social media a lot more, I think now. Um mm-hmm. you know, a little bit more time, a little whatever. Um so I um I was kind of taking a peek at what some of our our podcast friends are up to. So I already mentioned uh Stay Woke Tarot with Rash, um paying attention to kind of what she's got going on. Um, we have so many amazing colleagues and former guests on the show. Um, there's going to, um, hold on. I am going to click over to it. You got to find it. So, um, Kate Loney, my friend on Maui, um, who does the fern medicine, um, his stories on Instagram are really, really fantastic. He drew, he's made these kind of fern cards for the, each, each fern, um, has its own sort of medicine in, um Hawaiian fern medicine and he pulled laukahi which is the fern of divine magnetism so I'm super fascinated by that and um I will I will put in the notes a link to a video and um article that he wrote about laukahi the divine the fern of divine magnetism and and how we can kind of pay attention to things in a different way through that. Um, as well as miss uh, Melissa Sanova, who's always awesome. And uh, her emails are fantastic. So you should get on her emails, but um, she turned me on to the light tarot, which um, I, it's my new favorite tarot. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. it's by a woman named Chris and I'm sure many people are familiar with her. Um, but the images that I'm personally working with, when I'm thinking about the tower, the hanged man, the hermit strength, I'm really focused on the light seers tarot. And hopefully we can link to those um, on this podcast too, because I just think the images are, they're a lot more feminine um, archetypally. And to me, they're just Mm. more nutritious. There's just, there's a lot there and these are difficult cards for most people, especially the tower Um, her death card is actually death rebirth so these are things to they're coming up in the archetypal world you know these images what do these images look like to you so when I saw a picture of the death rebirth card from the light seers tarot I was like oh yes that is the most interesting and least scary in a good way you know not making light of of death and saying it doesn't Mm -hmm. happen but Mm -hmm. To me, it, it really in, um, envisions what death rebirth is, and that's to, just gives me way more hope because yeah. we are in a time of death rebirth, and it's fucking scary. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, and the, the image of the hangman with this is um, it's like that old image of the, <laughs> the newborn being uh, held by the feet and mm. smacked Smacked into life, it's not an easy experience, but it's it's your it's it's the beauty and and uh pain of your first breath um and even before that, babies um they actually turn upside
1: down before they're born. I mean n- many they're supposed to uh, it's the the natural mm-hmm, is they actually mm-hmm. turn in the womb so their head is towards the cervix so they can get out, right? <laughs> their head into the light um and so there's that like turning upside down um getting ready to be getting ready to be to be born um the hanged man in the um in the light seeker's tarot is really more of like um a gymnast or you know a, mm-hmm. a dancer hanging upside down um and she's she's almost she's grabbing her feet and one hand is pointing down mm-hmm. um, so i mean it, it's the rebirth image but also to me, the, the hanged man feels much more intentional than I think. What I previously thought of the hangman was like you're strung up, like you got caught, and your foot is being strung. Right. This is more intentional; like this is happening on purpose, which is mm-hmm. also again our choice of perspective on something. And I think it happens both way. I think the hangman life just grabbed you by the ankle and hold you upside down and goes, Mm-mm, "Nope." Nope, nope. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Frequently in my life, that's what it is. But it's interesting to also remember that there is an intentional, you know, conscious going into it this way, Um, leaning. You know, I I hate to use the phrase leaning in, but like having that like trust that we won't fall. You know, that we can hold Mm. ourselves and that we can be. You know, calling strength up from maybe a source that we'd forgotten about.
0: Yeah, and and even in the, you know, classic deck of the, um, well, there's a couple of interesting representations of the hangman, the the Marseilles is, he looks like he has, his head is in the earth and he's got these root-like hairs coming down. Mm. Um, And in the writer weight, I thought this was really fascinating, he's got a, um, almost like a halo with rays around his head which this this image has been coming up for me since um, late January, but I realized it looks like the coronavirus. Oh. <laughs> um, and I told, uh, I was playing with, the, with a friend uh, over the phone last night, just with this imagery of the hangman and the story came out of that he, there's this very young, there's this healthy man who's who's probably used to being an extrovert and you know uh working in the world with his hands hands handshakes and all everything going on and then suddenly he finds himself hanging upside down he's not able to use his hands uh and he's it's like he's he's got this illness but it's also this illumination around his head uh and the the word corona is, is the same word connected to the sun um and it just looked so, uh, Um, so it's this horrific illness and it seems to be burning through into uh, a new phase of being, um, for, for the, for the collective. Um, that was kind of what came to me just looking at that card last night, but, uh, very, very odd.
1: Yeah. And I, I agree with you. I think we have, such a there is a lot of opportunity here and i don't want to downplay the fact that there is a lot right. of opportunity and it's interesting you know that we're being symbolically kind of asked to communicate in different ways that maybe aren't in person and and you know there's a lot in that too you know if as this goes on the longer it goes on the less people have human physical interact with, action with each other that's going to be because that actually lowers your immunity too Um, the longer, Mm. you know, the, the people who don't have, um, physical interaction, hugs, handshakes, just, you know, actual physically touching each other can actually lower your immunity. Um, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we, you know, how long can we do that and what ways are we able to, to connect? Mm -hmm. Um, it's interesting. So, so it is a time of great opportunity. I don't think what I feel from the strength card is that the arc of this will eventually be a better world. The long arc, because the strength art is is like this constant practice, 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 and the patience that's required Mm -hmm. um, to build Mm -hmm. that strength. So I think ultimately I don't have any sense that this is absolute doom, Um, but I also think it's really important for those of us you know, dive into your hermit time and then come back up and see mm-hmm. what in your life, when you've got that energy, um, are you able to, you know, what is yours to contribute to it that is, that is, you know, strictly, that is going to be coming from you? What is your soul? You're alive in this time. I am a proponent of the idea of our inner diamond or demon or inner genius, you know, the inner acorn um, that you've got. You're alive in this time. So something that is in you, that is a part of you is important to contribute. And whether that's something small or big, it does not matter. It's yours to give. So mm. that idea, um, I just don't want people to feel guilty because maybe they're, they had a, an idea to do something and they're not doing it. But um, I do believe everybody's got something to contribute Um, it's not always going to be a a big thing or a book or the things that we kind of stereotypically think about contributing. It could be, it certainly could be, but um, I think Mm -hmm. that is there. Everybody who's around right now has something um, to be, you know, the person that they are is part of that contribution, the beingness of it. And then there's the doingness of it. Um, And that can take place in, in many, many, many different ways, but it's important, you know? So things suck a lot right now and they probably will for a while. Um, Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean it's not important. You know, maybe we're being pulled away from certain addictions that we had, you know? Yeah. The addict card kind of came up a little bit too. Um, The devil, you know, I was just kind of looking at different images and, you know, maybe what we're being not, we don't have access to anymore. We don't need anymore so and maybe we're all realizing so much that we're in this together that we can actually collaborate better on a governmental a s you know community-wide all of those things so i have a heck of a lot of hope um as yeah. much as it fucking
0: sucks <laughs> yeah it, it really brings your attachments into the forefront right what are, what are you attached to and um what does it mean to lose those things um and you know looking from where i'm at i'm in a, am on a good safe spot right now but i i could see you know um if this crisis extends into months um i'm i'm going to it's going to become a practice to um uh, begin to let go of things one at a time um and to still know that there's a a deep strong essential core to my being that persists and will survive through this um but it's we're not going to emerge from this the same ego (laughs) egos that we were before Uh, i think it's going to have a it's a huge turning point for the collective uh so we'll still be seeing what that's going to look like
1: and because most people around the world are being asked to stay home or to stay in smaller groups um the the ways that we are reconnecting with each other i think is really going to be helpful i think those are the those are the things that are you know the attachments that are getting torn apart there's other ones kind of coming in or we're being reminded that we have them mm. you know what i mean maybe strings over here got cut but we forgot that these are there um that's that's very important too. And I think um Yeah. Again that oh com-
0: what's that? Oh, I just wanted to say that you're we're <laughs> full circle to the beginning of our podcast when we were yeah. we kind of mentioned the first silver lining of what was going on and we're we're coming we're circling back around to reconnection and um I just want to say how thankful I am that it brought you back here. I know. I know back together again. And who knows,
1: maybe as, as things goes on, we'll we should, uh, we should reconnect back. Not that your stories and your, your readings aren't amazing. I've been totally giddily enjoying them partially because they've just such great fodder of insight, but also, I'm like,
0: i didn't have to do it <laughs> <One minute. laughs> it was it it was a it it was my own hermit period here, and uh you're always welcome back um and there's more more stories to come as usual but it's it's really fun to to get these images and glimpses of of you in your world and um to hear your voice again and likewise
1: so. likewise and this exploration of strength, I think it's, yeah, it is definitely shaping up to be a difficult, in some ways, a difficult guide, And in other ways, um, I kind of, it's, it seems like that's the only thing we can do. Um, I, I definitely say that for myself, as the, the archetype of strength and everything around that, you know, I didn't have much choice. I mean, my my choice to choose absolute misery um, and resentment and all those things that I could, or this, um, part of me still bucks at that. And I was like, you know, I deserve this, you know, the victim archetype is always going to be strong for all of us. But um, there's, there's certainly a lot there. And I think in a silver lining, sure, there is one, but I think for everybody, but, you know, take your day-to-day, you know, have some compassion for yourself during the day and realize that you are, mm. no matter what, building strength through this. Yes. Um, you know, I, I, we're definitely not the types to, like, over-positive everything. Um, yeah. Like, la-la-la, it's all perfect if you just meditate. Um, meditation's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yoga. Being vegan. All these things are really, really amazing. But, um, there's uh things are not as hierarchical as that because everyone's got you know their journey and for me personally mm-hmm. that building strength through compassion really is the only thing that ever sticks you know shame doesn't really teach me that much other <laughs> you uh, know what I mean no. all those all those things that you know being raised Catholic and being half Jewish all of those things at least it, it have brought me to you know, the compassion for the self and the compassion for the other, um, through all of this, that is for me, the true strength. And I can, you know, I can see that in a lot of symbolic, um, things that are happening and Corona. I know I've really been thinking about that idea of, wow, Corona, you think the sun, the Corona Mm -hmm. burning things off, removing the dross. Um, and that's not in relation to people dying because of it. This is more mm-hmm. symbolic, like the dross of the things that are not serving us. The so obsolete well. structures, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. obsolete structures are maybe mm-hmm. the ones that we become addicted to and we lean on too much, but aren't really necessary. Um, yeah. And again, sort of couched with compassion, I think any everybody who's suffering from this is, you know, this is really, really, this is a, a difficult thing to do Absolutely. and we're being forced to stay with it you know we have to stay with it and um, mm-hmm. it's fine you know if you want to go outside or into the woods or go into your closet and scream holy fucking shit or whatever you want to say go do it that's good too you know what I mean mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we are all within our rights to like in a nonviolent way without hurting ourselves or others to scream holy fuck um, it's <laughs> yeah I don't know I think I think that's healthy I think it's legitimate and sometimes it's mm-hmm. the most truthful mm-hmm. thing we can do and it can get us to a bigger place of compassion and just realizing that yeah. this is really hard yep this is yeah. hard, and we're and,
0: connected and those um hard times I'd l- like to give a special shout out to my friend uh Desiree Ammons who I We did our first um, retreat together before this all went down in February, um, down in Josh retreat. But she uh, does the Sukha self-care practice and rituals, um, and she really embodies how to give love to yourself. So I'm I'm thinking particularly of some of those people we mentioned that maybe living alone or single or don't have aren't getting those that hugs and touch on a daily basis. Um, I think she could really offer some keys to giving that to yourself in a deep deep way um so um suka self care is what she does and she does hair brushing on yourself hair brushing rituals and and crown massages crown also corona <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the um maybe the medicine we need um and she's also found a way to blend Story Through Stone readings with the Sukha self-care. So she's she's my first certified Story Through Stone reflection card reader, which is pretty exciting. Um, so she's carrying that on and then also tailoring um, self-care rituals uh, with those readings. So it's something that's uh, mind and body that she's bringing together uh so i think it's a it is the time we all talk about okay you need to get your self-care and then we run out of time and feel guilty that we're not doing it but now is the time uh to take care of yourself and so um please do Uh,
1: thank you for sharing that and yeah i mean self-care has almost become um cliche in a way Mm -hmm. um the the kind of like Sort of idea, the actual idea and the actual practice is massive and needs to be done. And I say this as somebody who's like not always great at practicing that, but um, for me, it's like getting creative around like where's my opportunity for this, and um, and the compassion and understanding boundaries and stuff like that for me has always been as has always been key. And um, yeah, we we have to take care of ourselves and um. Even if, you know, during these times of of struggle, just pay attention to the opportunities to do something to take care of yourself, you know? And I think, Mm -hmm. I think that they might be a little bit more there than we think they are. Yeah. Now that we have a bit more time, or most people do, unless you're a healthcare worker, God bless you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really, really (laughs) sending the, the strength to, to that whole community of workers, Right now, throughout the world, yeah, mm. and, and um, maybe get the support and the supplies and everything they need,
1: and yep. mm. sending them lots of lots of mana to do what they do and stay healthy. Um, while we've covered a lot, I think this, um, <laughs> and, and, and kind of like being back together again has got its own sort of energy. Um, I did really quickly look up corona because, yeah, I was like, we could do a whole episode on this kind of idea of, yeah, why this virus, um you know what's the importance of of corona but um um i looked it up and there they give there's the astronomical definition or version of it the physics the anatomy botany and architecture the one that really um stands out to me and might be interesting little hmm is the physics um corona in the world of physics is um the glow around a conductor at high potential mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, I mean, we could, you know, we could make a meal of the symbolism there, but you know, it's the, the light seen around the sun or the moon, you know, re- reflected. So there's a lot there um, that this is shining a light on just, um, I think for some people, it's shining a light on people who are much more vulnerable in our society than they ever really wanted to admit. You know, mm. the, the haves are starting to really see, oh, oh wait, what? You know, three quarters mm-hmm. of our, our country in the United States, you know, they're living payche- paycheck to paycheck. Hmm. Why is that? You know, it's shining, it is shining that yes. light um, yes. on that and how fragile we all are. All are. Mm. It doesn't matter how much money you have or if you're flying off to your bunker, um, <laughs> you know, you can mm-hmm. still get sick. That virus could come with you. So, yep. you know, the it's shining a light on things that maybe, wouldn't want and, to
0: be seen. And this is interesting. Under the astronomy part, it says the sun's corona is normally visible only during a total solar uh-huh. eclipse. And so it, it's this idea that in the darkness, in a time of eclipsed darkness, uh, this is a spirit, this is a very particular kind of light that we can see. Um, and I'm also reading down at the botany. It says the cup-shaped or trumpet-shaped <laughs> outgrowth at the center of a daffodil or narcissus flower. And I'm, I'm, I just heard uh, about the, the terrible earthquake that struck um, in the Mormon community and broke off the trumpet. Of,
1: of Moroni, the Mormon <laughs> angel.
0: So whew, I feel like the universe is definitely playing <laughs> with these things. It's yeah,
1: nobody wild. A... nobody freak out. Please don't panic. I yeah. When I made notes the other night for this podcast, it was the first thing I wrote because I'm not seeing it a lot, but I don't see a lot of people in my day-to-day life right now. But that idea that peeps some people are panicking. No, 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 no. The last mm. thing to do is panic. Please do not panic. Panic yeah. means you are and you are throwing return, your resources yeah. away, you know.
0: Exactly. Return to the face of the, the hanged man, um, and it's all the manifestations we've talked about on this show. Serene. Uh, that is serene he is serene he's totally in the most compromised position you could imagine and there's serenity there is calm there might even be a slight smile and his legs are are in this sort of dancing a uh, jig uh yeah. position and we've had saint patrick's day this week so it's kind of fun to mention um <laughs> that but um you know can we how can we find a way to dance uh in this time of darkness and how, um, keeping calm is keep calm and carry on. It keeps coming yeah. up. And you uh, know, what? if you, if you
1: can't do that, if you're freaking out, cause your finances, again, it's like that both and moment where yes, ideally we should be serene, yeah. but you know, I, I found for myself will prevent a full blown panic for myself. And then people that I've worked with is, is that, you know, um, admission or just acknowledging how how we feel you know being honest that this is a panicking moment and kind of staying with that for a moment not letting it rise too far not letting it take over but you know and then and then a little bit of compassion just washing the sides of that feeling with a little bit of compassion can really put us in a place where being serene is an option because when you're in mm-hmm. panic mode and you're going down that road, serenity is, you're just I don't know what the fuck that is. What are you talking about? You know, Serenity now. <laughs> exactly. No. I, I got your serenity <laughs> right now. So I love, yeah. And I love that that point is also being made and, and I'm not hearing it a lot. So I really like echoing what, you know, Rash's idea because I felt that some kind of same way too is to have compassion for, you know, the actual difficulties. And if serenity is too far a grab for you, that's fine. Just, you know, like that might be too far of a grab, but you know, it is possible and stay with where, where you are with these emotions. Um, you don't mm-hmm. have to act on all of them, but that giving it mm-hmm. a little bit more space reduces yeah. that, you know, gives you some more el- elasticity around what's happening versus yeah. that, you know, emotionally to me, a panic is just absolutist. It's gripped. It is yeah. so wound up um, that, to the point that serenity just seems insulting. Like, what are you talking about, Serene? I can't be Serene in this moment.
0: And if you don't have many visitors coming to your house at this time, which I hope you don't, but um, (laughs) that helps you to highlight the visitors that are happening in your own self. Mm -hmm. So who's at the door today? You know, if there was ever a time to actually fully acknowledge what is visiting from moment to moment, it's now. Yeah. And being real with that and letting, you know, setting the table for them. <laughs>
1: yeah. And reach out to people. I think a lot people are much more available now. Um, definitely, They're finding the space in their life. And so, yeah, to meet. like I'm reaching out to people. I've had a ton of people I haven't heard from in since forever who are like, hey, what's going on? How are you? Um, let's, you know, let's let that in. You know, let's let's definitely let that in. And um, mm. don't over hermit some shit because that's not great either.
0: <laughs> don't over hermit. Don't overhang, hangman. Don't, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well, it has been such a pleasure speaking with you, Julianne, and um, yeah, the let's, let's dynamic keep, duo get together. These undulations, yeah.
1: Awesome. Well, I am sending so much aloha to all of our listeners and. If you guys have ideas or you want to, like, reach back out to us, you know, you can do it on Twitter, at Tarot Podcast, on Instagram, on the Facebook. Um, reach out to us and um, let us know your thoughts. If you've got things to share, favorite images of these cards we've been talking about or um, or whatnot, let us know and we will do our best to keep as much of this cool information that we've talked about in the show notes so you can get to those too.
0: All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening. We know you could have done something else with the last 50-ish minutes of your life, but we're really glad that you spent it with us. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Tarot Podcast. We love hearing from you. And so check out our notes with links and resources. So just do an internet search for Archetypal Tarot Podcast and you will land yourself on our podcast site. And while you're there... You can sign up to support us by being a patron. Patrons receive cool bonuses and our undying gratitude. And so big thanks to our patrons, Kat, Richard, Juniper, Peter, and Rash of Stay Woke Tarot. Your support makes all of this happen and you make us smile every day. This is produced by Bothan Media and our theme music is by The Lunar Group. Aloha.